Welcome to the Get More Success Show. He's a guy who never measured a man's success by the size of his wife. It's showtime. 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 And now, here is your host, Warwick Mary. Welcome back to another episode of the Get More Success Show with your host, Warwick Mary. I'm looking forward today because it's all about looking forward. And we have a man here today who looks forward. Uh, and he looks forward with qualifications. He's got a Master's in Strategic Foresight, a Master's in International Business, an MBA specializing in technology management, and he's currently undergoing his PhD talking about the future. Would you please welcome soon-to-be Dr. Paul Terro? <laughs> Thanks very much, Warwick. It's uh, probably a couple of years away yet for this doctorate. but uh, uh, it's, it's, I, My understanding with doctorates is they seem like they're only going to take three or four years and end up taking eight or nine. Uh, yeah, exactly right. You, you start with, just like with any new project, you start out with all this enthusiasm and then it's like, and then you're like, Oh, there's a whole lot of work. It's hard to sustain. Um, But it's it's very interesting for you looking at the service at at the future. So, um, I'm really interested in the question I ask all my guests is how do you define success with someone who's always looking forward? Um, do you take time to consider what you've done in the past and, and, and your success? So how would you define success for yourself? Um, it's almost success. It's like success is comes through contentment. Yeah. So are you, uh, you know, are you, am I, are we happy with what we're doing and the way, uh, life is headed? It's quite interesting when I was doing my masters of strategic foresight, I hit upon this, um, uh, one of the books we read, uh, basically Aristotle, but there's this, um, what's the right word? There's this principle called eudaimonia, which is the good life, and it's talking about uh, social capital, natural capital, organisational capital, human capital, emotional capital, intellectual. But basically, what it's saying is a prosperous, a contented, a success life isn't just measured through money, but it's also measured through our friends, that social capital. It's also measured through our environment, how we live uh, with that around us, um, how well we work, that organisational capital, that personal, that how, you know, how well we are uh, living, you know, friends and so on, emotional, am I in a contented, am I in a uh, fit state and intellectual capital, am I, you know, am I feeding my brain? So it's like, for me, success, it's not just the one area and obviously different personalities like yourself. You've got a different personality to me and, yeah. and others and, and some are more gregarious, some are more introverted, some are more uh, go-getters, type A and type B. And so all those different strands will be a little bit different for each of us, but it's, you know, where's our, where's our centre point? And it's quite interesting uh, just reflecting on my life probably uh, and, and others over the time, is what makes us happy sometimes is what we were doing in our, uh, you know, uh, before we became teenagers or early teenagers, there were things that we really enjoyed doing. Well, sometimes we just need to get back to going fishing or playing sport or whatever or you know, going out with friends and that makes us uh, that makes us contented, that makes us centred. But then it's these, all these other things that we get involved with. And, we, we, and success is not losing sight of, you know, that which centres us, that which uh, makes us prosperous in a whole lot of areas. Mm. So uh, we were talking before about your PhD and how that yeah. takes a, 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 
a long-term focus and commitment. Yes. So I'm really interested as to what keeps you going because there are so many people I know who start a PhD and don't they just either lose interest or halfway through realize they've picked the wrong subject or their supervisor buggers off and does a you know, <laughs> stint overseas in a foreign university. Yeah. So for you personally, what keeps you going down the path of study? Because you've done quite a lot. Yes. Um, so what keeps you going down that path? Okay, what keeps me going is, well, that's who I am. Uh, you know, I like that, uh, what's the right word, that curiosity, that inquisitiveness, you know, how do things work? So I uh, go off down that track. But the motivation, part of the motivation is this, cities around the world are growing. Uh, you know, there's a lot of urbanisation, I think 65 or 70% of the global population uh, be in cities. Where I live uh, in the city of Casey, there's currently 400,000 people in the area. In 2030 or 2035, there's going to be 600,000 people. That's a 50% increase. Now, that's just a headline thing, but and speaks to the motivation. You know, there's a whole lot of very poor social indicators um, around uh, around the home, around people looking after uh, themselves. Um, you know, uh, what's happened with Anthony Burdine and um, that lady with the, um, uh, with the handbags, you know, that, that's quite prevalent. And it seems like if we don't handle prosperity right, if we don't, if we don't get things right, and it probably comes from a, a Christian worldview, a religious worldview, like wanting to take care and how can I have impact uh, on a broader scale, but it's just like, if we don't take care and if we don't plan for what's coming now, <laughs> you know, thing, things are not going to work out. I, I it, it's call. really interesting. Um, you and I both live in Melbourne and yes. I'm not far away from the city of Casey and the main freeway into the city, they've been doing yes. a whole lot of work on to put an extra yes. lane on or whatever. Yes. And they're just about to finish in it. And it feels like, and now they need to start and put another lane on whenever they're doing infrastructure. Yes. It's, a very sort of short-term thinking. They're not thinking because it, it, it's known that the city of Casey and out that way, it is just growing like farmland yes. appearing and it's just going to yep. be a mega city that will just continue down towards Gippsland. And, 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 and what's interesting is that those who are making, those who are doing the planning and it's just like, uh, you know, your listeners might be, um, you know, running businesses or part of a larger team in a large organisation. Generally, when people do their planning, they're looking in the rearview mirror. They're asking two questions. What's worked before and how should we go about <laughs> what we've done before? Well, those who are planning cities, it's like, oh, yeah, what's worked before? Okay, let's just stick a big factory in uh, and there'll be all these other businesses, you know, Mm. Uh, pop up around it but those times have changed and so what a futurist does is ask those two questions what seems to be happening and what might we need to do well what seems to be happening is you know you've got all these drones you've got these electric vehicles one out of six cars that are sold globally are electric vehicles you know uber in recent times uh, bought 24,000 I think it was um, driverless vehicles you see what's happening so you know Yes, we need more roads and all that sort of stuff and infrastructure, but things may well change and people may well be doing what you and I are doing, 
working from home, not mm-hmm. needing those big freeways, uh, and looking for uh, and trying to get work, you know, locally rather uh, and you know rather than work in the big cities in the, right. in the cities. And, and and I suppose that you know there's many industries that are uh, I know the common word is disrupted, but mm. who don't consider the future. Like again, mm. in in our city many of the big shopping centers are spending a lot of money growing in size, et cetera. Yet they have larger vacancy rates than ever. And they're putting their rent up more than ever. And people are just like, we're out of here. So how does a business plan for the future? You said, instead of looking back, it's looking at what could happen and what's likely to happen. Yeah. Um, but being a person who is focused on, you know, future thinking, mm. what are some of the things that we need to do in considering the future for our business and our personal life as well? Yeah, sure. So, Basically, it's that, like I alluded to before, it's asking two questions. What seems to be happening and what might I need to do or what, what might we need to do? But what comes before that is a sense of, you know, I need to actually open my eyes. I need to consider new. I need to consider something different. I need to get, because sometimes we just get trapped um, in the old ways of thinking, we get trapped in, you know, legacy thinking or we say, okay, this is the way things will be. And you and I probably know people that uh, they will be the same yesterday, today and forever and they're not going to change. Uh, uh, so you've met my parents. <laughs> and if businesses get into that or other people, they're not, they don't even consider, um, you know, things changing around them and so once people start to consider oh my goodness things are changing then the if you will uh the mind is prepared the heart is prepared that team is prepared to then start asking those questions or what seems to be happening oh what might we need to do and so then as they lift up their eyes there are actually various tools and methods to actually uh help people actually uh think about the future, not just a uh, you know wild eyed imagination, but there are some specific tools, and specific methods for actually going through different scenarios and saying, okay, this is what's likely. This is you know this could happen. This is how we need to prepare for it. Right. So <clears throat> that's a very interesting point in that there are some certain tools to sort of plan for the future, mm-hmm. uh, etc. Many businesses I know are flat out dealing with day-to-day mm. issues. Mm-hmm. How much time and or energy should a business be putting into a, uh, a forward-thinking plan? Uh, for example, in the past, it was always, oh, what are you doing in the next five years or have a five-year plan? Mm-hmm. But with the rate of change, a five-year plan no. seems almost hopeless nowadays because give it six months and there's a new technology or a new app or a new approach or people don't drive anymore and all of a sudden no one cooks. So we, why do you need a kitchen? So <laughs> exactly. what, what is, what, what would be a healthy thing for a small to medium business dude or even a large business in terms of how often and for how deep do you need to go? Because I'm sure like all things you could end up in, inside out if you just think about the future all the time and forget about what exactly. you're supposed to be doing today. Exactly. You know, and, and this is, you know, if you put it in that context, it's just like a service, you know, you have accountants and they, you, you go and talk to an accountant or you might go and talk to your marketing people. Well, you know, you talk to the futurist or you talk to that, you know, strategic thinking person, you know, strategic foresight, whatever. You know, it's almost like, okay, let me just spend an hour a work, hour a week working on my business, not in my business. Mm. And a lot of people, they're just 
uh, let's just get the bills paid. <laughs> let's just get the product out the door. Let's make sure the marketing is working. And it's almost the, the mental image is, you, you know, you've seen those, the rats or the mice on the wheel <laughs> around, 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 and, and they're covering a lot of ground, but they're not going forward at all. And so it just means step off that wheel go and have a coffee, grab a book about changes in my industry or, you know, who's thinking about what's happening in pharmacy or who's thinking about what's happening in uh, pipes and corrosion or who's thinking about, um, you know, what's happening, in, you know, name the industry or name the, the speaking area or just name the area. And just by spending that hour a week, things will then, you, your mind then starts. You know, the the metaphor really is a field, yeah? Our mind is a field. And um, if it's not uh, turned over, it lies fallow. <laughs> yeah. And it just, it takes time actually preparing it. So, you know, just once a week, once every couple of weeks, spend an hour, grab a coffee, grab a book, grab some articles and start to ponder some of those, well, what if this happens or what if that happens? Uh, and then things start to snowball and then you, then you might think, oh, okay, yeah, this, I actually need to think more about this. <clears throat> my business is heading down this way or my organisation. You know, one of the things I do, uh, also, I also do is uh, do Jobs to the Future workshops for high schools. Right. You know, for year 10s, 11s and 12s and they're, you know, making decisions about what they're going to do next. It's almost like rinse and repeat all through our lives. You know, when we hit our thirties, what am I going to do next? And, yeah, 50, yeah. and so on. And so for there, and so there's all these resources available through their schools uh, to actually help them, you know, choose career pathways. And I come in and I just talk, okay, these are what some of the changes are in industries. These are some of the skills, you know, put off your preconceived notions of actually what you're going to do. So it's, that's the type of preparation, just being open to new. And right. if you're open to new, uh, just like those people we both know, <laughs> yesterday, today, the, uh, and tomorrow, I'm going to be the same. I'm not going to change. <laughs> <laughs> and I must say, in defense of my, my, my mother in particular, yeah. uh, even though she's very repetitive in the old school, she has embraced Facebook and has embraced the oh, internet. Absolutely. And the, and one of the first people I know to be ordering stuff from Singapore because it's cheaper. So, you know, there are elements. Hey, um, I'm really yeah. interested in uh, there's a model that you and I were briefly talking about before, mm. uh, the three horizons in the present model. And I want to find out more, a bit more about that. But first, uh, we're just going to have a little break and we'll be back after these messages. Did you know that Warwick has a great book out there called Get More Inspiration? It's a brilliant kick in the pants when you get stuck or are just not inspired. And the best thing is the book is specifically designed not to be read. Just flick open a page and read the quirky burst of inspiration and you're back on with your day. Find out more at getmoreinspiration.com. Have you got a question for Warwick or the guest? Head to getmoresuccess.com or the Facebook page and let us know. Welcome back. Uh, we're talking with Paul Tarot about the future and how to get ready today for the future. And one of the things we're talking about is there's a model, uh, apparently a classic model that I've never heard of before. So I'm looking forward to finding out more about it. The three horizons in the present model, a very good tool to help us keep an eye on multiple futures. So Paul, work me through the model, what it is, how it works, how we could use it. Okay. So, 
for those who, you can go to my website and look for it or just look for Three Horizons model. But basically what it is, is uh, it's a way of trying to describe the way things are over three periods of time. So there's a first horizon, a second horizon, and a third horizon. The first horizon is the immediate horizon. So if you can imagine, you know, this is the way that we do shopping now. This is the way we go to school now. This is the way that we do podcasts now. This is the way that we, uh, this is the way that we live now. And so that's the first horizon. The third horizon is off in the future. It might be five years, 10 years, two years, whatever. And that is, this is the way we will do things. Well, this is the way things will be done then. This is the way that we will go to work. Or this is the way in a few years' time we will be, uh, this is the way we will be doing shopping. This is the way we will be going to school or whatever X is. So you've got the first horizon, which is now. The third horizon, which is then, in the future. And the second horizon is that messy middle which is the thing of change. You know, for example, um, uh, the classic thing is probably the 80s uh, with the beta and VHS and you had these things uh, fighting out for, for dominance. Well, that was the messy middle. That was the, the ch- you know, if you will, a change. How are we actually going to get our video delivered to us on demand? And so that's the messy middle and it's during that messy middle that uh, the products, the services or the systems or the way things are done, that's where things are fought over and then that second horizon turns into the third horizon and that's the way things are done. Now, if you look at, if you view the third horizon, what will be, from the perspective of today, the trees of tomorrow are the seeds of today, yeah? And so if you were to look now, right now looking down, you can probably actually see some little green shoots. You can probably see some saplings just, well, in the third horizon, those saplings will become trees. You know, in the third horizon, those little shoots will become crops. And so part of coming back to some earlier comments, what seems to be happening and what might we need to do, part of the future's thinking, you know, part of it is actually looking to see those saplings, looking to see those things which are just popping out of the ground and, oh, goodness me, if I need to pay attention to that because that's going to affect me, I need to pay attention to that because uh, in time it's going to affect my company or, you know, this is the career I need to choose or this is how things will be. You know, it's, it's the larger the company, the more attention they need to make, uh, pay, the, the more they need to pay attention to those small things because they've got greater costs. Mm. Um, you know, for example, say the, uh, the age, you know, several years ago, they spent $50 million on a new printing press. Yep, <laughs> yeah. A new well, building they, and a, just a massive complex and, yeah. and the yeah. age on a Saturday age used to be like two, half a tree. Like yes, it was yes. huge. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and so what do they do? They did what they did before. Let's go to the, uh, let's go to the bank. Let's go to the accountants. Let's go to, you know, just all the standard people. 
and they got all the right ticks, but they didn't come to a futurist to help them look for mm. those seeds, those saplings. And if they'd understood that, they would have thought, oh, goodness me, digital is going to be big. Let's not spend the $50 million on a plant. Let's spend you know half of that on the plant and then the other half getting our digital operations. Yeah. Uh, and that is the same, uh, the same way it applies to the personal life or to, to smaller businesses. You know, where are, the, where are the winds of change going to take us? Uh, I need to let me look for the, let me look at the, some seeds. Let me look at some little saplings. Let me look at the little things. And, and, it, and it's interesting, as you've been talking, it's occurred to me that this process has mm. not changed from millennia. No. Like there's the, the old Chinese saying of when's the best time to plant a tree? 20 years ago, the yes. second best time today. So if you haven't thought about your future in the past, today is the best day to start thinking about it and start thinking about, well, how do I want that future to be, that third horizon? And yes. then you look at the second horizon of what do I need to do today? Um, and if you go to um, Paul's website, which is, deliumadvisory.biz and under his future services you'll see that three horizons in the present model and you'll see that that second horizon is quite a messy line it's a bit all over the place because it, it, things change um, I think as uh, one of the things you know people I read a lot of science fiction and people will often say what do you read that for you're supposed to be a business person but I love seeing how the science stuff that was fantasy yes, yes. come to life yes like you look at any Star Trek episode, and they they had iPads years ago. Mm-hmm. These little communicate Dick Tracy. I remember Dick Tracy cartoons back in the sixties, mm-hmm. where he yes. had a watch that he would talk to. It was his phone. Get Smart had a phone in his shoe, and and at the time, <laughs> people were like, oh, that's ridiculous. That'll never happen. And and now the phones are getting smaller. In fact, it's almost reversing. We now want bigger phones because they got too small. Yes. Um, so. It is amazing how there is sometimes it is the artists and the artisans of the world who can create ideas for the future because they they might be less restricted in some of their thinking or a bit more creative in where they're, yes. they're able yes. to go. So yeah. who do you, who inspires you for some of your future thinking? Well, who inspires me? But there's there's people in the industry um, and, and writings and there's blogs and there's um, just like with any industry, there's that. But also what uh, inspires me in this area is you know the embodiment you know people detract uh give him kudos whatever is elon musk it's like hey this is where the future is and he's big enough and he's got any and he's got uh he's got um uh you know he's got enough uh, intestinal fortitude you could say to actually pull it off Mm. um you know having read his book and so he could see what was uh, he can see what was coming ahead. Uh, I read a a book about Winston Churchill uh, over Christmas, and he could see what was you know here in the thirties. He could see what was going to happen in the forties, and as the war, World War Two progressed, he could actually see here are some scenarios which could progress if we don't get the US involved, if we don't get this involved, and and so on. So the 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 people that uh inspire me in this work are those which um yeah they've uh they've seen the future if you will yeah uh and they're either trying to 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 make it come about or they're actually uh helping others uh, along that path 
Yeah, fantastic. Hey, Paul, thank mm. you so much for your time today. It's been really great chatting yeah. to you. It's got me all excited about possible futures. If yes. people want to get in touch with you and find out how you might be able to help them and the future of their business, what's the best way to get in touch? Okay, like we mentioned before, uh, a few times is the website. There's Delium Advisory. So Dell Computers, uh, like that's the way you spell Dell, D-E-L-L-I-U-M Advisory, one word, Dell, Delium Advisory. I'm also on LinkedIn uh, under Paul Terrow. Uh, you can search for me on YouTube. I've got a YouTube channel, uh, Paul Terrow, it's uh, T-E-R-O. And I'm also on Twitter uh, as well. So you can uh, find me through there. So basically, Google Paul Terrow, you'll track the man down. <laughs> yeah. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time. Hey, appreciate the opportunity. You've been listening to another episode of the Get More Success Show with your host, Warwick Mary. I look forward to your company next time. Thanks for listening to the Get More Success Show with Warwick Mary. Continue the conversation with other successful people over at getmoresuccess.com. That's where you'll find all the show notes as well as a link to our Facebook group that we'd love for you to join. GetMoreSuccess.com is also where you'll find all the information you need to connect with me, your host, Warwick Merry. Thanks for listening, and until next time, enjoy your success.